Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Before I talk about where the industry stands right now, the political developments and the legal developments of the last 24 hours, you must be thinking about them yourselves. Good morning. Yeah, PJ, thank you very much. And um, I'm good to start on that point because I think although Electric Picnic is a major news story, you know, the, yeah. the, the political developments are, are I think, uh, much bigger. Uh, I just have the statutory instrument in front of me, uh, 217. And it says requirements in relation to hotels, which would cover the time for the 21st of July, is that guests or members of the public are not permitted access to a hotel unless they are there as a resident or there to order food or drink for consumption off the premises. So I don't understand how um, people could attend an event uh, at that at that time. We've we've always been led to believe that there are guidelines for events and there are guidelines for for different businesses, such as pubs and hotels. Mm. And really, in there, the twain shall meet. Or if you want to run an event, if you want to run a music event, you run it under the event guidelines. If you want to operate a pub or a restaurant, you, you, you operate it under those particular guidelines. And uh, what we're seeing here now is a complete and utter blurring. Uh, or else are we seeing... Well, what finally, we have, Matt, is a set, a set, as Adam Higgins from The Sun was pointing out before 10, we have a set of guidelines drawn up and published by, by Fulch Ireland to cover hotels and pubs that didn't take account of this statutory instrument. And if not, why not, is the question being asked. Well, I think, I think that they, they, they did to some extent. Uh, and I think it's, it's you know, the government allowed those guidelines to be published by Fulch Ireland uh, if they were incorrect, which is completely, completely erroneous. I mean, does this mean... That, you know, for wedding receptions of that, that you can run it as an event instead of a wedding reception. Yeah, I mean, it allows all kinds of legal loopholes. We we have at the moment where we can't have a musician in in, in a beer garden. Yes, for example. And like we we had a meeting with Catherine Minister Catherine Martin last week, and I'm just caught, I'm just seeing an update here from Electric Picnic, where they are calling on members of the government to interrupt their summer recess and immediately issue reopening guidelines a phased reopening date from the 14th of August on a phased basis, building up to allowing for uh, or no restrictions from September. We actually suggested to Minister Catherine Martin last Friday in a brief meeting that we had that, that we, we basically demanded that from this Friday uh, that all music would be allowed with certain restrictions, you know, for a phased reopening and uh, outdoor beer, uh, beer gardens mm. and, and that we would follow that up the week after and the week after, with the easing of more restrictions. 
Yeah. And and no, that was, you know, basically told, well, you know, we need to get the support of other other ministers uh, and, and, and other members of the cabinet and you know, could we could we write to them and and so really what I'm doing is I'm uh, urging and calling and I'm actually pleading with the Taoiseach um, to intervene here and take control of this situation. What is it uh, that you want, Matt? I, I, we want some. Uh, we, we we need some clarity and we need some uh, a plan. Not not this kind of we're going to look at it. Not that it's going to be under review. Not that we'll take a look at it in the future at some time. Why not now? This should have been happening. Electric picnic could have happened had the department been walking towards that. You know, we could have we could have been opening up on a phased basis over the, the period of the last yeah, few months. Yeah, let's fo- focus it on the electric picnic thing because I know the organisers were saying, and I was still off at the time, so I hope I remember it correctly. They were saying that they were going to open it and run it and anyone coming in would have to show either proof of vaccination or proof of a negative test. Mm-hmm. Ideally, proof of vaccination, and they were going to run it that way. But of course, like every other event of its kind, it's subject to licence. And the licence from the relevant local council has been denied, and, and that's where it now stands. So the mm-hmm. government didn't cancel Electric Picnic, the local council did. Yeah, but they do everything in their power to help it. Uh, I mean, two weeks ago, the organisers of the event wrote to the, the department again to Minister Catherine Martin uh, and put forward their proposals to, you know, for, of support to, to get it over the line. Uh, they also offered that it could be run as another uh, test event. Mm. That, 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 that has been ignored. I mean, was like we can have 40,000 people in Crow Park for all Ireland final, and that's, you know, Full credit to the Minister of State for Sport, Jack Chambers, for negotiating that. I know a lot of people are critical of it, but I'm saying I don't want to be critical of anybody moving forward for their own industry. Fair play to them. And fair play to the Minister for being able to achieve that. We can get 40,000 into Crow Park. We can't have one in the beer garden. Yeah. I mean, was there, possi- was there any possibility or could negotiations have happened for an electric picnic to happen at, at 50% capacity? At, at 60% capacity? Could the Department have stepped and helped to run it as a pilot event? You know, this could have helped further the cause of the industry. But Do no, you happen to know what it. grounds the council gave for refusing the licence? From all I can see, it's based on the public health advice and the way that the, the current restrictions only allow uh, 500 or, or limitations to uh, capacity outdoors. So they're based it on current restrictions, not, you know, and I suppose the council can only do that. Yes. But but I'm sure if Electric Picnic um, had the support of the department, that, you know, wouldn't have been as much of a problem. Uh, and, you know, look, let's be honest, at the same time, uh, we're representing thousands of workers who work day in, day out in, in pubs and restaurants and hotels. And, you know, a lot of them you know, will, will never set foot at electric picnic, they will never be on a stage at electric picnic. An electric picnic isn't that big an issue for them. I understand that. But electric picnic is a major event and it would have been a, a great indicator of how seriously the government has taken this industry because we have been just cast aside and ignored and neglected week after week. Mm. Uh, we've fought for over a year to get supports. The supports haven't even been issued yet. Uh, and that's the problem. But we say that the department and the government can take a small but significant step into reopening the industry to allow music back, especially in outdoor beer gardens and things like that, uh, back into licensed premises in a safe and responsible manner. And that can be done. That can be done right now, as far as I'm concerned, because mm. you know people aren't allowed into pubs without the COVID vaccine, uh, without the, the the passport. 
Yeah. So the, the risks have been completely mitigated right across the board. And now we see that, you know, the, the interpretation of the legislation can be construed uh, in whichever way mm. is, is necessary to protect politicians. Yeah. But it's, it's, it, for over 510 days now, it has been there to yeah. keep us from working. I would say that a heck of a lot of the, the members of your association are also vaccinated at this point. I, I would imagine we haven't done that. Um, we haven't done found out that information, but I know we conducted a survey back in, uh, in January and asked them would they be willing, and over ninety percent said yes. Yeah, that they would be willing to be vaccinated. So that's that's fairly reflective of society a, a, as a whole. You know that we're expecting sort of ninety percent and ten percent won't. But but even at that, we we need the the time for planning, the time for thinking, and that is is gone. We need action right now. We have been saying this since March. We have been looking for guidelines to be created. The, the, the department have created an advisory group uh, and announced it in April. No specific body on it was there to represent musicians. Uh, and it's looking primarily at larger scale events. And, and we still haven't heard anything from that. Um, there's been no further feedback on the pilot events that were held back in June and July. And, and it's just, you know, we're, we're just moving forward at a glacial mm. pace yeah, uh, and, and you're, you're talking here, I think, Matt, on behalf of. And look, we mentioned the electric picnics, and you have things like the the Marquee and Irish Independent Park, and many more festivals like that up and down the country, which are off, and major concerts in stadiums are off until 2022. But you're talking more about the 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 guy or the two piece or the three piece at most in the corner of the beer garden, banging out the few tunes. You want, you're, you're, you're advocating for that person now. I, I'm advocating for everything. I, I, it's electric picnic is, is getting a lot of the attention at the moment, and I want to. I'm thankful of the opportunity to use that as well to remind people that there's a, there's a, a much larger industry out there, and we all all feed into that big industry. You know, it's uh, you have electric picnic at one end of it, um, and, and you have everything then in between. You have your concerts and festivals. Uh, you know, major festivals, weekend events, you have concerts in the three arena, you have local theatre, you have arts venues, you have pubs, you have restaurants, weddings, social occasions, funerals, wedding music at, at, at chapels, you have all that where people are making a living day in, day out in this industry, you know, and, 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 and we cannot forget that. Okay. And, right. and while Electric Picnic certainly is a, it's a massive indicator, it's a massive event, but you know if you want to get thousands of people back working on a weekly basis, yeah. then you start to ease the restrictions that are in place, which by the looks of it can be eased or reinterpreted for one sector of society who attend an event in a hotel, but cannot be reinterpreted yeah. for a sector who hasn't worked in over 510 days. Yeah. You're also worried, finally, that while your members are not working, and like you say, many of them haven't worked for 510 days, come September, their supports could be cut. Not only the supports could be cut, that's that's one thing. The double blow here is that the government are going to reclassify those self-employed musicians and crew members as being unemployed. You will be moved to job seekers. Now, currently, uh, we don't have legislation in this country to determine whether a person is an employee or a self-employed individual. So how can the government determine a self-employed person as being unemployed, especially when they are not allowed to, to do their work because of government restrictions?
All right, leave it there for now. We'll talk again, I've no doubt. Matt McGranahan, he's from the Music and Entertainment Association of Ireland. Corks 96 FM.